Welcome to Flicks, my name is Daniel Swan, this is episode 141, in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss Tron Legacy, it's the film that pits Jeff versus Jeff, old man Jeff Bridges against young CG, uncanny valley, kinda creepy Jeff Bridges, so who's gonna win? What? Jeff Bridges! the spoils on our previous episode the last one we did which was about four or five years ago we ran through our oscar predictions at great length and if you haven't listened to it i'd recommend doing so it's a real barnstormer of a podcast you can listen on squarespace.danielswan.squarespace.com i think or apple itunes or stitcher wherever you get your podcasts uh, as tradition dictates in these parts, the winner gets to pick any film at all to watch and review. And this year, if you are paying attention on the night with your flicks list that you compiled from the episode because you're something of a super fan, or if you follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Welcome to Flicks, you will know that I won. And my victory has led us to this a flicks episode on Tron. Colon Legacy. It is a film that we went to see in the cinema when it first came out in 2010. But Tiffany B fell asleep within 10 minutes and missed the entire thing. She never even made it to the grid. <laughs> so now, with my triumph, I had the opportunity to right a terrible, terrible wrong and get justice for this film, which has long been unfairly maligned by Tiffany B and most critics. We had to watch it twice because one of us fell asleep an hour in. <laughs> but that just spread out the Tron joy. It's, it's fine. The 2010 sequel to 1982's Tron, 28 years apart. This tells a tale in true sequel fashion of the son of the original protagonist as he attempts to rescue his father from the computer world that his father created when he was a boy. There is two, or there are rather, two Jeff Bridges performances. There is the most banging soundtrack you have ever heard. And if you like neon-lit nightscapes, oh baby, you're in for a goddamned treat. But at the risk of asking a stupid question, is it any good? Is the film a trondeful piece of work or just a legacy plus film at best? To help me answer is the high-heeled action chick to my obsequious visor bitch, Tiffany B. Tiffany. Hello. In a spoiler-free fashion, because it's only been out for a decade. <clears throat> wow. What did you think of Tron Legacy? A decade? came out in 2010 and it's now 2020 gosh well let's go further back Sorry, we yes. we watched the original tron 
Yes. Um, relatively recently through the medium of Disney Plus because I'd never seen it. I'd watched this and loved it, um, but never seen um, the original uh, Tron. What did you think of the original Tron? Um, I quite I liked it. Um, it's not really my thing. Sure. Um, so it's got it's got an uphill battle for me. It's definitely outdated. Yes. Um, but I could see I could see its strong suits. You know, it was very high concept. Yeah. It seemed like experimental in yep. its nature, which I thought was quite cool. Mm-hmm. It was quite inventive with some of the costumes and mm-hmm. the design and stuff. Um, Considering it's like a Disney film. It's yeah, like pretty crazy that that's the, for them to like you say do such a an experimental yeah crazy thing yeah um, yeah so I thought it was pretty good. So Tron OG gets yes. a, a middling thumb. Thumbs neither up nor th- thumbs neither down. The thumb is is you know it it has it's a respectful thumb. <laughs> It's a respectful, if not enthusiastic, thumb. <laughs> okay. Um, and then how, uh, where does that thumb move when it travels forward 28 years in time to witness on three separate occasions in parts Tron Legacy? Uh, it kind of middling to down. Oh, no. This is going to be rough. Why middling to down? Um, what possible reason could you have? <laughs> well, again, it, it's got an uphill battle. It's not really my thing. Um, when you say it's not really a thing, what do you what do you mean? I mean high concept sci fi films. <laughs> so it's just it's not. Um, my main my main criticism if I can jump into some of my criticisms. I mean, sure, as long as they're spoiler-free, Jesus. Okay, it is. My main criticism is that there isn't a... For me, and I was asleep for much of the time, so that (laughs) could have played into it, but probably not. Um, Where's he got this fancy bike from? What's going on? (laughs) Um, I felt the plot was lacking. Sure. And so... Um, I think that it was a film that has spent a lot more time, money, effort and thought on the way it looks and sounds than on what is actually happening in terms of the story. Sure. I don't believe that to be an unfair criticism. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's not. Like, Mm. I I think it's it's not a harsh one. Well, I'll be the judge. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What I mean is it's it's not meant in a kind of, like, I hated it kind of way. Yeah. It's just, I, for me, that's something I really value and I didn't think that was strong. Okay. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Who uh, Who is your MVP then, if you're yes. clearly not the script writer, one um, would imagine? No. No. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, no. So my um, MVP was, was, were, is Daft Punk. Daft? A punky. Um... Because, uh, yeah, I thought the music and the score in general really stood out as being very um, good at setting a mood, very, Mm. like, really kind of um, tight as, like, a whole sound. Yeah. 
And they, you know, yes, it's very similar to their sound. Like, it's not like they've reinvented their sound. But you would, you know, you'd never mistake this score for a different film. No. I don't think. It was very unique. Yeah, specific um, to... Yeah. Yeah. And fit very well with that kind of sci-fi type of world, mm. other world. Um, and kind of old-fashioned so, in that same way. Yeah, yeah. Kind of retro-y, 80s, Yeah, retro synth-y. video games-y yeah. type stuff. Um. But also sounded cool and modern, mm. like you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, yeah, they would be my MVP as well. I think it's 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 uh, no secret that I mean, I think a lot of people look at the soundtrack as the 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 jewel in the crown of this film. Yeah, I think um, so. And it's uh, yeah, it's a, a a wonderful piece of work. We might be talking a little bit about it later. I'll be honest. Wow. Um, but it's. Uh, yeah, really, really good, really atmospheric, really... Um, I mean, you say that it's it's kind of in their wheelhouse, and a large part of it is, but then there's also these kind of orchestral parts to it that are really nice. I mean, I, I've listened a lot to the soundtrack in isolation, so um, I, this isn't just from watching the film. Um, but there's really nice parts where there's this kind of orchestral moments... And it, there's really audible breath in it, where like before, like in between notes, mm. you can hear the the kind of the woodwind orchestra or you know section of the orchestra, like and then going in. And I've, I I don't know whether it was, but it feels like that was kind of a deliberate thing mm. to show the kind of this is the 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 human part of the the music that yeah. there's a lot of you know synthy technical stuff going on that's obviously had no human input whatsoever other than pressing the keys but that they that they kind of highlight the the humanity in it as well with this kind of yeah lovely kind of tactile kind of human breath into it so yeah i don't know i i yeah i love the soundtrack um and i think it's a a, a wonderful piece of work yeah i agree good um do you have anything else to to say that felt very quick um i don't think so like i say for me i think it's very it's very cool looking and sounding mm-hmm. um but as my uh sleeping patterns suggest <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have enough plot to hold my interest for too long <laughs> I mean, almost actively the opposite. Yes. It seems like some kind yes, of yes. It's it's almost like a lullaby. A sleep I would aid. Say. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we might try that. <laughs> I've been having trouble sleeping recently. Next I'll time, just... yeah, pop a bit of Tron Legacy on. Yeah. So that was our um, spoiler-free review uh, of Tron Legacy. Um, for those of you who haven't seen it and are worried about spoilers for a ten-year-old film. Um, that was not glowingly reviewed. Um, feel free to to back out now. Um, you know you've already clicked on it. You've already listened this far. I've already got that one in the uh, you know your statistics of your listening to it, and that's all I'm after, really. That's why we do Gosh. this. It's for the listens. Cynical. Cynical. Um, but if you're sticking with us um, and are eager to to hear us pull the film apart in a little bit more spoilerific detail you have only a jingle's worth of time to wait for such an eventuality uh so let's have that jingle all right now we're just about to spoil this film so i'm telling you it won't be groovy 
If you listen any further Without watching the movie It's spoilers! Jingle over <laughs> And spoiler over And sp- no, no, spoilers just spoilers begun, baby start. Spoiler start Spoiler start Start spoiler <laughs> We are out of the desert of spoiler free We are uh, knee deep into the swamp of spoiler field Where we should be using our patented 5.6 outcome rating system to delve into the nitty and indeed the gritty of 2010's Journey Back to the Grid, aka Tron Legacy. Tiffany B. Gives you a point where we are. Gives you a point where we are. I don't understand all these computer terms. What's a motorbike? Is that the internet? <laughs> You could be right. It could be. You could be right. I wouldn't know. Um, okay. I'm going to start with a criticism with a you, negative point. You son of a bitch. Um, uh, it's, a very, it's a very dark film. <laughs> and everyone... A lot of dark stuff going on. ...looks <sighs> the same. Huh? Everyone dress, is dressed the same, you know, yes. to a large extent. Yeah. And... Uh, it's very dark. And, I mean, d- Clue, the character, literally looks... The yes. s- is the same as Jeff Bridges. And when yes. you're me, and you don't know what's going on, you don't much care what's going on, you want some <laughs> you clear... You don't much care what's going on with all this tomfoolery. <laughs> you, you want a clear, like, what the fuck is going on type of thing. <laughs> and I didn't... No. <laughs> um, and I just, I get why it did it. It was completely fair. It's probably 100% the right decision for this kind of film and for the story it wanted to tell. Yes. But for me, I didn't enjoy it. I found it disengaging okay. to find, like, most people looking the same. And so when you look back in your head, really I'm left with three characters that I remember and everything else blurs into one. Okay. And sometimes those characters, I'm like, what are they doing? Who are the three characters? Um, the boy, Sam, is it? Yeah. The dad, Jeff Bridges. Uh-huh. And then... He has no character name. What's his name? Uh, Kevin Flynn. Kevin Flynn. There you go. Sam and Kevin Sam Flynn. Sam and Kev. And then, what's the chops? Cora. Cora, yes. Yes. And then there's just darkness around and Clue. them. And, and you likes. mentioned Clue before. Yes, but that's Jeff Bridges, which is to my point, is like... <laughs> We've been through this before. Yeah, though. he's the same person. I've mentioned Jeff Bridges. Yes. Um, and so maybe that's the point. But for me, there was an awful lot of time spent with a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of those fight scenes towards the beginning... Yeah. I get that it doesn't really matter who they are. Yeah. But then sometimes it seems like maybe one of them does matter. Yeah. And then they're all, like, hooded or, you know, helmeted or mm. whatever. To, but in such a generic way. Yeah. That I don't really know. Is that just another of, like, the army of red people? Yeah. Or is that a notable figure in some way? Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, just... It just made me think, well, it doesn't matter. It's just a red guy mm. and a white guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do know what you mean. It's, um, yeah, it's it's the kind of thing where it makes sense from a kind of a story point of view 
that they're all the same because they're all little kind of computer programs. They're all kind of working together in this city or this grid or whatever it is. And so they, you know, they're not going to all look, you know, wildly different. Um, but that it's not, it's that issue sometimes with some sci-fi. And I wouldn't put this in that, in that category because this is Disney. This is, you know, it's supposed to be a crowd pleasing film, but, um, the idea of like, no, we were watching party down and there's the guy there who's the sci-fi writer roman and he's always talking about hard sci-fi mm. and how you know you no, don't don't sell out and don't make things easier for the audience just yeah. because it makes it more, and it's like but sometimes you need to yeah sometimes you need to think about non how's this going to come like across hardcore sci-fi people yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah so it all kind of looks like the people are kind of again as it kind of makes sense that the people are kind of part of the system they're part of the same system yeah. as the yeah. as the buildings and the motorbikes and everything's made from the same stuff and is the same whatever um but yeah it doesn't necessarily make for the most varied palette yes maybe a few more colors even might have uh, yeah it up a touch. yeah because like... it pretty much is just the kind of the white blue kind of colour and then the orangey red colour. Yeah. Like good guys and bad guys. Which is nice and I do appreciate a nice simple delineation yep. of uh good guys of this colour and bad guys of this colour. Yeah. Um to the point even at the end when Rinsler slash Tron falls to his death in the at the bottom of the, the sea of simulation and he turns from uh orange to white for no reason other than to say he's a good guy now. There's no reason given for like, well, why is this person orange and why is this person it's white the, blue? It's the goodness in their soul the or something or other. And they even changes the plane when they get in the plane and yeah. it's all orange, but the inherent goodness of Jesus Christ, Jeff Bridges, um, uh, as he flies off, turns it white, yeah. So, yeah. Just, you know, there's a whole rainbow of colours, guys. Just saying. There is and there are. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. And also, uh, you know, just mix it up. And it maybe could have, it could have been as though this is a film that deals with flashbacks as well to earlier versions of the grid. It's possible that it could have, you know, evolved in mm. some way. Mm. Um, that, yeah, there could have been mixed yeah. mixing. What if you're good and bad? Yeah. For yeah. instance. Shades of grey, my friend. Yeah. Or shades of white, blue slash red, orange. Yeah. Some kind of pink, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so it could have. Yeah, the, the the looks back at the old versions of the grid could have been a bit more monochromatic. Yeah. And then maybe Clue was like, "Hey, he's tried to keep us all looking the same, but now we all uh, I don't know." Yeah. Yeah, there's ways around it. Something. Yeah. It's fair enough. It's fair enough. What have you got? Um, I'm probably going to start with a positive, actually. Oh. Really? Um, and oh, really? And it's going to be the positive. Ultimately, I wish that this could cover multiple points but it can't okay it can only count for one point but it is the soundtrack and it does oh it does just bring me so much happiness so much happiness even from the very beginning the very very beginning the little voiceover of jeff bridges and it's in the the soundtrack as well the little bits of bit of dialogue at the beginning is so keyed it's just together so well and he's like uh um I, you know, I wondered um, what it looked like inside this computer. Um, what did it look like? Uh, they're 
was the information, did it look like ships and motorcycles were the circuits like freeways? I kept dreaming of a world I thought I'd never see. And then one day I got in and just these two notes, brow, brow, and it just oh, fills me with so much happiness and joy. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, we talked about it before. It's, it's really, really cool, really, really atmospheric. As you say, very, very bespoke, which is, you know, something that you that you can have more license to i think in a sci-fi fantasy film um because it's you know the look of it is all going to be different it's going to be in a different world like you say the the idea that this soundtrack could have only been written for this film mm. is a rare very thing well it doesn't prepared. happen very very often yeah um but it works so well and it yeah it just sounds so perfect and you can't imagine one without the other. Mm. Um, and it, yeah, it has that kind of human element. It has, you know, obviously a lot of um, synthy kind of 80s elements, which is obviously a style of music that I love. If I was thinking earlier, it feels like this is a film. Like, what if there was a film made where the soundtrack was your favourite album of all time? And it like in a kind of that Mamma Mia kind of way mm. of like each song was a part of the film. Like yeah. you'd love that film. Yeah. Regardless of anything else, you would love that film. Yeah. Um, and I think that's how I feel about this. I'm not yeah. going to say it's, you know, my favorite album of all time, but it, it may very well be my favorite score of all time. Wow. Just, I mean, I haven't listened to my any praise. other score anywhere near as much as I've listened no, to this. you do love it. Um, and I think that has to count for, for a lot the beautiful sunrise prelude piece of music that's right at the end and i didn't even re didn't realize before watching it this time but it's on the when they're talking about the sunset before and he's like it's big warm sunrise sunrise yeah what did i say sunset oh sunset um yeah when he's having when he's describing the sun to quora um, it's the same music mm. going in. So then at the end, when she does actually see the sunrise, and it's it's the same thing. It's such a beautiful. Again, it's it that all feels very kind of. Uh, I don't know, natural mm. in a way that the rest of it doesn't, and um, the stuff in the club, which is like, you know, where it's Daft Punk at their Daft Punkiest, um, and the stuff in the the arena and. Yeah, so many parts yeah. of the film are really closely associated in my memories of it with, oh, and this piece of music is playing. Yeah. Um, I just think it's great. Yeah. So it gets a, a big... A big thumbs a up. A gorilla yeah. thumbs up from me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also had that point, shockingly. Shocking. Um, I don't think I love it anywhere near as much as you. Really? I don't think that's possible. Honk. I wouldn't try to steal your thunder. Thanks, babe. Um, but it is, it's very good. And it's, yeah, it's not something I would necessarily listen to, but I think it is very effective. Like I would listen to, you know, in the way that you do. Yeah. Kind of in my spare time when I want to listen to something. It's mm. not, it's, it wouldn't cross my mind to, to listen to this, but um, it's very well suited to the job that it's doing, which is, yeah, setting a, a an atmosphere, a mood, creating a world mm. um, very effectively. And I think it's, I think it, you know, I think it's clear I'm not a big fan of the film, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think this, the music is one of the few parts that 
really moves the plot along and, and yeah. helps you understand how you should feel. Yeah. For someone like me who's yeah. like, what is going on? Um, <laughs> and do I care? The music is like, yeah, you should care. Yeah. And this is happy. Yeah. And you're like, okay, right, fine. Yeah. And then you just go to sleep and it's fine. <laughs> Um, no, but, uh, it is very, it is very, um, chill music, I would say. Yeah. It's very some, relaxing, some very, almost like meditation, mm -hmm. in, you know, yes, there are other parts that are a little bit more jazzy, but it's, yeah, it's very good mood music and very effective. Which kind of the film. plays again, plays in with the, what, what would it, what would a world sound like if it was yeah. inside a computer? Yeah that was invented by, like, a kind of 80s man. chilled out, like, zen, pot-smoking, yeah. invented by the dude. Yeah. What would that be like? Yeah. Um, and, it, yeah, does it very well. So that was one of your points as well? It was, yes. Okay. So, so back to you. Back to me, gosh. Um, I'm probably going to go with another positive. <laughs> um, we just mentioned him there. Uh, it's actually Jeff Bridges. Um, Jeffrey? Jeffrey Bridges. And I thought this with the first one as well, actually that it is absolutely testament to Jeff Bridges that he signed up to initially to do such a weird, like you say, experimental film mm. that is, I mean, Tosh, really, the first one, is mm. really, like, it is just all about, look at what we can do with these computers. Doesn't yeah. this look like nothing you've ever seen before? Yeah. And the story is like, oh, and then some stuff happens and there's a tank thing and, you know... Um, but Jeff Bridges is there and he's giving it socks. Yeah. He's giving it 100%. Um, and he's kind of selling you on it all. Like, you, the, the, only, the only part of yourself that you care about for that film is because of Jeff Bridges. Mm. Like, the rest of it's impressive, but you don't care about it. And it's mm. kind of similar with this. Yeah. Um, I'm not a massive fan of, what's his name, Garrett Headland. Who's that? Sam. Sam. Not a big, big fan of his. Um, in some of the, in the the things that I've seen him mm. in, and I don't think he's great in this. There's a few of line deliveries oh, I've not that are seen a little him bit. Anything else? He was in that Triple Frontier film that we saw oh. with uh, Ben Affleck and yeah. Oscar Isaac. He was one of the guys in that, and a couple of other bits and pieces where he's like a side character. This is yeah, the, he was um, pretty underwhelming in this. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, <clears throat> and Olivia Wilde, I think, is good, but in the grand tradition of uh, female characters in science fiction films not going to have a huge amount to do no um, but Jeff Bridges is there man and he is he's giving you all the bad guy you want in Clue he's giving you all the good like kind of mm. cool godlike but kind of confused and second guessing himself and he's kind of got set into a, a kind of um, a status quo um, being in exile, the only person who he's with is like kind of adoring of him mm. because he saved her life and he's her god essentially. Mm. And so, and then Sam comes along and he's kind of challenging him and he's like, "No, I don't think you're right in this." And he's like, oh, maybe hasn't heard that in yeah, fifty like years that. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think you get all of that. You you get that he, you kind of buy what I buy. That he has been, yeah, largely on his own for decades. Mm. And so he's a little weird at the start. I love that scene where when he first arrives and they have dinner. Mm. What they're eating, I don't know, it's never really explained. 
It's like asparagus or so. Where the fuck are they getting that from? Anyway. Um, and he's kind of just weird. A bit awkward. A bit awkward. Yeah. But he's... I don't know. There's just a lot going on. It's such a weird, yeah. interesting performance, I think, from him. I think by the end, you know, there's lots of bits that the, the kind of... The story takes over, you know, that, that having having those moments to let the kind of character breathe a little bit. But, um, yeah, I just think he does a, a great performance. And, the yeah. you know, as having the pulling double duty as Clue as well. Yeah. Um, I think he's he's really good in that and and, and gives, gives Clue, I don't know, in parts at least, some parts he's just obviously enjoying being this kind of megalomaniacal kind of... Uh, charismatic bad leader, bad guy. Hmm. But there's moments, I mean, largely at the end, but there's moments where you kind of sense who he is and the pain of, of of what he's going through. And whilst you don't agree with what he's done, you kind of understand a little bit more why he's done it. And Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think Jeff Bridges is hmm. top banana. I mean, I'm a big fan of him anyway, but I think he yes. kills it in this. He's very charismatic. He's very easy to watch. Watchable. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I would agree with you, but... Oh, where we go. I One of my points is, is that Jeff Bridges aside... Bridges aside. I think all of the other characters are very one-dimensional. Right. Um... And there's 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 some part of it that is um, the acting mm-hmm. with the Sam guy being. I think I mean I don't think he was very good, <laughs> but I just don't know if he was the right, like, character. Uh, I feel like it should have been a kid younger than he is. Okay. Like I know there's the whole like taking over the business yeah. thing. But to me, like this kind of adventure, setting off on the adventure mm. into a video game would have been much more suited to a kid. Yeah. Like a kid that's like, you know, having a tantrum in the real yeah. world. And like, I don't know, there was something that just didn't quite sit right with me, mm-hmm. for with him. Um, and I just think he was very, and I can't tell if it was the writing or the acting, but just a bit meh. Mm. Yeah, overall. Yeah. And um what's her name as well? Olivia Wilde. Again, yeah, you're she was fine. I don't think she was given that much, but you walk away and just a bit nah, like I don't know yeah. what to do with her. Who is she? And the reason I know that I didn't care about these characters <laughs> is um, that they get, it's they escape. you fell asleep twice. <laughs> they escape or, you know, escape. They yeah. leave and uh, they're on their sunrise. Motorbike ride. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, okay. Like, I didn't care. You heartless son of a bitch. No, She's I never didn't... seen the sun before. Yeah, but I didn't care. Because <laughs> I don't think these characters... It was almost like they were, you know, video game. They were so one-dimensional that yeah. it's like, so what? Mm. And I, some, I hate films when they do the... Uh, it's the... It's the um, you know, telling, not showing, where she's talking about the sunset and he's talking about the sunset, sunrise, sorry. And um, 
but you get no sense of who she is and what she's doing and what she wants and where mm. she's come from and it's just she says she wants to see the sunrise yeah. and so then you believe she wants to see the sunrise and then she sees the sunrise like do you know what i mean it just it's it's very lacking in um it's not the question is why should i care and the extension of that question is why does she care I can, and I, I don't think that that's clear i mean i feel like they 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 make efforts to to make her be quite a very kind of inquisitive character that she is kind of naive but kind of hungry to learn like she's got all the books yeah. um and she's asking him whether he's read these books and whether he knows Jules Verne and um she's playing that game but again, with Flynn I think it's and like stuff saying it you don't get a sense of the emotion behind it yeah. if she's just curious that's not enough for me to feel emotionally attached to her journey yeah that's a characteristic that's not a character arc yeah do you know what I mean? I think you're right. But again, I think it's just a very simplistic way of yeah. trying to get me on board. And yeah. I, it didn't. Yeah. Um, because, again, you told me, oh, she's really curious. She likes books and she likes to know, learn things. Yeah. But what, okay, great. Good for her. Like, loads of people, I don't know why I should care about this. But they didn't tell you. They showed you with, with her yes, talking about the books. But why does she care? Like, it had to be like a... You, there has to be more to it. Who is she? What's her past? What, why is she curious? What is she missing out on? What yeah. what things bring her joy? Just, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just don't think... That, for me, anyway, there was just not enough there. It was just like, I'm curious. That's my characteristic. I want to see the sun. What does the sun look like? Okay, now I've seen the sun. Yeah. Just, like, who is she? Yeah. What's the point of her? What does she want? Like, if you take her as a, a character, what's her arc? What's her journey? What's her desire? Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, it's kind of a, a, a quest for knowledge and she she spends all of her time trying to kind of support Kevin Flynn because he's her, you know, I mean, he's not her creator, but he's kind of God. But then by the end, she kind of he's impressed upon her, the idea that she's actually more important than he is. And so she needs to survive. It's more important that she survives than he survives and stuff. Yeah. So there's some, there's something there. Not for me. No, okay. I have to disagree with you. I don't think, I think there was a lot of like thought around that. I'm sure somebody gave a lot of thought to that, but they didn't give a lot of emotion to it. Okay. Um, and so the characters, came across as very one-dimensional and even Jeff Bridges' characters came across as one-dimensional but I think he is so engaging that yeah, he managed to kind of just that. edge it across into into the yeah. kind of engaging and made me forget that there's not really a story yeah. there. But the, re the other actors had a very hard job and I don't think they convinced me. Yeah. And then not I'm picking on Olivia Wilde, but she's just an example yeah. versus like yeah. it's her that I had the problem with. It was yeah. overall just a little lackluster character wise. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. <clears throat> um I will probably go I'm gonna go with another positive actually. Um <laughs> uh, and we mentioned it a little bit there. I'd like to put a, a moment 
yes. um, into into these points. Uh, and the moment that I would pick is uh, the end. The sunset, the one that I've picked. No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh. Not the sunset. Although I do, I do love that. Although I think that's largely the the music, and it annoys me a little bit. I wish that it was only just morning. Yeah. I wish that you could see the sunrise. It's obviously like morning. It's just light. But I would like to, I think the money shot there is seeing the first little kind of rays of sun over over the mountain or whatever. That's the money shot and that's the one that they don't get, which is a shame. Yeah. And also the motorbike bit. And he's driving along because he's not wearing a helmet because he's just such a rebel. Um, it's like the wind blows his hair down into this weird, like, fringe <laughs> thing. He looks that. like a right Norman. He does. <laughs> um, anyway, no, the, the end bit on the, I don't know, like, walkway thing going towards yeah. the portal. Yeah. Um, I think it's, uh, I mean, cheating a little bit. Because, again, Clue and his story, mm. um, you don't really get that much of it before... Because I mean, ultimately, he doesn't—he doesn't have much of a relationship with anybody in the film, mm. other than Kevin Flynn. Yeah, and, and that's the only—the first and only time that they're face to face. And so I guess that's the only time that much of his story can come out, really. Yeah. But he's this, yeah, kind of crazy, like this is our destiny kind of yeah. bad guy, you know, commanding his troops. And at the end, you get this little—I don't know—his his. his Feeling that he, yeah, that he was there to to create a, a perfect system, and that he thought he was doing that, and then Kevin thought he was doing that as well, and he has that phrase that you you don't know that because I didn't know that. Like yeah, there is no such thing as perfection. The only the only thing we know about it is that it's unknowable. It's you know, it's perfection comes in imperfections and stuff. And you don't know that because I didn't know that when I made you. I think that's such an interesting mm. kind of idea. It's a shame that it's not really explored very much in it. Um, and so, yeah, you get the sense that he 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 wants answers from his creator. Yeah. And again, you don't get any sense of that in the rest of the film. But in, in that moment, yeah, there's a kind of there's a real drama there. There's a real interesting stuff going on. Sam is not particularly interesting there, as he is, you know, largely for the for the whole film. Um, but the uh, the idea that, that it's yeah that this is the the confrontation between Flynn and Clue, um, I think that's really nice. I love that they work in the poster for the first one of the guy in the beam of light mm. reaching up for the yeah. thing, and they manage to work that in. And Cora's there acting as um, whatever the woman's name is in the first one. Um, I think that's really clever. I, the music is amazing. It really kind of, it, I don't know. I'll get onto it maybe a little bit later. But I feel like the the last scene, or this last scene, almost kind of fools you into thinking that there is more story going on than than yeah. there actually is. Yeah. Because it's really, I do think it's really nicely done. I I think that there's a lot of nice stuff going on. I really like. The desperation in Clue's face when he's reaching for the disc, but he's getting pulled back by Flynn, like doing the merging mm. explosion thing. Um, yeah, I, I think it's 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 almost like it's a scene from a different film. Yeah, that that has a lot more going on, has a lot more kind of substance to it. Mm. Um, 
and I yeah I just think it's really a, a great way to to finish and I I do because I love the music I do love the I do like the the bit afterwards as much as it obviously makes no sense that Cora a computer program that was born of nothing is able to transfer into the human world and somehow have a leather jacket and yeah you know, that doesn't make any sense and that's fine and the dialogue in his in the little arcade bit you're right Alan worried about what about everything like it's, come on like we can work out something better than that let's let's have a second part of that yeah um but yeah that that scene on the walkway at the end um i really like and i'm a sucker for any any self-sacrifice yeah um i'm a sucker for that i think that's um yeah really cool and especially lit. when it's jeff especially when it's jeff oh jeff oh jay bones um yeah so i i that is a positive for me that last little Last little scene. A big positive again. Tick. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for a negative just to offset your... Sorry. Okay, so I'll just keep it quick. Here we go. It's a load of old shit. I hate it. No. <laughs> um, as I mentioned, this isn't really my thing. And so my point is, my negative point is, is too high concept for me with too little of a plot. And I think um, I find this with a lot of high concept kind of sci-fi type of films sure. that there's so much to explain yeah. that the plot is sidelined a little mm -hmm. And and when you boil this film down to what the plot is, I think it's really lacking. Yeah. And I think it's a shame because, yeah, like I say, a lot of effort's gone into how it looks and sounds and feels. And you've got Jeff Bridges, who's obviously great, and Olivia Wilde, who I think is really good. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they're let down by the plot. Mm. I think that... Um, I don't know really what's going on that, again, it, it's similar points, but that I care about, you know? Mm. And Sam's whole story, like, I don't really... He's almost incidental, yeah. like... And like you say, there's this end scene that speaks to a much, much more involved plot than actually existed yeah. in the, the earlier parts of the mm. film. Um, and so... Yeah, it just... It, it, yeah, my overall point is just that it was too high concept um, paired with a lack of plot. Because if it had been high concept and it had a plot, okay. I would have been fine. But I think that this was a film that was high concept in place of a plot. Yeah. Of like, wouldn't it be cool if... Yeah. And wouldn't it be cool if... In every single scene. And then it's almost like, but what... How does this fit into the plot? You know, as yeah. a as a kind of afterthought. Mm. Um, you know, it seems like, yeah, let's have all this this scene with this kind of um, you know, arena and this kind of uh, you know, um amphitheater bit and then there's the the fighting and then there's the bit with clue and all the like soldier type mm. of and they all look really cool and you can't deny that, but um you for me, I found myself thinking, what are we doing now? Yeah. What's this about? And it's linked to the character thing because I think it's a lot of like, well, what, do, what does this character care about? Mm. Um, but there was a lot of like, you know, I have to ask you 
what's going why is he doing that why is he <laughs> trying to do that and you're like well because he's a blah blah and they need to get the blah blahs so he has to do the blah blah um and i think with a better plot yeah that would have would have um appealed to the more you know naive sci-fi viewer such mm. as myself it wouldn't have mattered yeah you could have pleased us both mm. you could have had that high concept well you know obviously blah 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 type of side yeah. you know star wars expert type people <laughs> and then you could have had just me. say nerds it's easy to say no, i'm not saying <laughs> nerds. star wars that's far too broad expert, i'm talking about a specific um, type of nerd comic-con attendee no. uh, you know what i mean those people that love the rules and get involved in oh well you know he can't do that because he needs to do something else first or whatever I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, you do. Those people, you, um, <laughs> were, you know, love all this crap. <laughs> and that's great. And that's great. I support it wholeheartedly. But for me, can we just throw us a bone and have a plot? That's all, all right. I'm asking for. Because if I, if I can watch it and say, oh, well, Sam needs to go here and he wants to get this, but he can't get this because of this, and then in the end he gets it or he doesn't get it, then... Then, you know, we've both had fun. Yeah. But I felt the plot was not there. And we're kind of stumbling from scene to scene. Um, Truth hurts, baby. Uh, mine is going to be a negative. Good. And shocker, it's the story. Oh, so same. So you yeah. agree. The story is lacking. It's, it's, there's, there's not much story going on. Um, a very complimentary... Uh, super fan of Tron that mm. I'm not quite there could say that it is an effective homage to the first one which similarly had no plot yes in the same way that Blade Runner 2049 is slow as balls as an effective homage to the first one which is slow as balls um yeah, it's just, like, in terms of character arcs, like, Sam, I don't really get... I, it's it, it's a difficult thing of, like, that he, he has to be this kind of computer guy, mm. but at the same time, because they want him to do all of the fighting and the action stuff and the motorbikes and whatever, but he has to be a cool guy as well. Yeah. And so that's a... I don't know, that's a not flawed enough character to really engage with too much. Yeah. Um, he's too cool. Yeah. He lives in a shipping container that has really cool lighting and yeah. funky lamps. He has a cool dog and uh, motorbikes and uh, like yeah. parachutes and um, and he can outsmart all of the tech guys with their thing and upload yeah. them, whatever. Um, and he knows how to do all of the stuff Immediately and instinctively, which, again, <laughs> with one line of dialogue, mm. you can you can explain mm. that maybe it's because he's Kevin Flynn's son that he inherently has the ability to you know he can he has some level of Flynn's like mastery of the grid. It could be that they have a system where he has played the Tron video game so much because, you know, he misses his dad that 
proficiency at video games once you go into the video game gives you that lends you that same proficiency yeah absolutely fine like there's re- there's ways of getting around it but they don't explain any of it he's just a cool badass yeah there's uh, and he has no he has no real kind of story he he's upset with his dad for leaving then he finds his dad and he finds that his dad did actually love him after all mm. it's like there's not a lot there why does he take over the company at the end yeah. again that's not really explained he's not really much of anything and the dialogue a lot of the dialogue they give him is pretty clunky yeah but again in that same jeff bridges way a better actor i think could have done more yeah. with it. this is the stuff at the beginning where loads of people are wearing masks that mm. they will never wear again, just so they can reveal. solely so they can have a reveal. Yeah, which is like, put the helmet on him again. For, why is he wearing a helmet whilst watching the games? Like, because later on he does actually wear the helmet when he's doing the light bike, light yeah. cycle thing. Yeah, which makes sense. But why would he wear like just shoot it so you can't see his face? Yeah, job done. Mm. Um, so that doesn't make any sense. Uh, again, the clue stuff. The, the, if they'd taken, if they'd taken that last that scene on the bridge at the end, and then like reverse and en- reverse engineered a film from that, mm. it could have been really interesting with him trying, you know, mm. desperately in in that kind of, you know, that th- a lot of people do go through like religious people like a crisis of faith mm. like screaming out for an answer from their god that never comes yeah like that's an interesting story for a bad guy yeah i'm doing what you told me to do god but you're not it all seems to be going wrong and i don't know yeah. fucking why that is yeah like you say from a, a kind of a star wars aficionado like me <laughs> that not enough thought i think was given to what is this world how yeah. does it work what? Who are these people? What are the? Well, what do what they ha- want? Yeah. What happens in in yeah. society? What are the people doing? Are there jobs? Yeah. If there are jobs, what are the jobs? And yeah. you don't have to say any of that. No. You don't have to explain any of that in the well. Here's a little infomercial about how this society works. But if you know it It'll well enough, it just into, comes through. Yeah. You just get a sense of you know. They talk about that a lot in in video games, like kind of sandbox video games, where you can go anywhere you want and you can explore a city and or an environment and whatever. And there's a lot of praise often given to the idea that you feel like this is a real city like, and stuff's going yeah. on. Everybody's got their own agenda. Yeah. And or... if you just stand still and don't do anything, stuff's just going to happen around you. Yeah. And you don't really get a sense of that here. No. Like the tallest building on the grid is has the club at the top. Hmm. Why is that? Why would that be? What? Why are why are video games? Go, why are computer programs going to a club? Mm. What's the? Just all stuff like that. There's too yeah. many questions that can be asked. Yeah. Um. That don't really have effective answers. No. Um. And so yeah, I mean it's yeah it's it's in keeping with the Tron series, but it's it has to be it has to be um highlighted. I think that yes. it's it's just a bit it's just a bit weak. It's yes. some lovely looking flesh draped over some pretty substandard bones yes i agree yes there it is okay my final point then um it will be a positive thank fuck jesus christ it is um kind of a very broad like the look of the film that's my final point as well oh 
you know, I did criticise the, the, the choices of everything looking the same, but there mm-hmm. is also something very cool in that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the kind of looking out on all these people that look the same and mm. all these, like, kind of army of them all lined yeah. up um, is quite cool. And, of course, just the just the design of the world mm. is really cool. And it has that sense, like, like you were kind of touching on there, where um, it's almost like you're shining a light on this scene, this this particular part of the world, and you feel like, and this is to the detriment of the plot, but visually it's cool, that the rest of the world is dark. Yeah. There's that sense of darkness mm. of, like, this, I'm looking here, and so therefore that's where stuff is happening. Yeah. But the rest of it is 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 gone black. Yeah. Because nothing's happening there. Mm. Um, and there's something quite cool about that, and it does a really good job of of this kind of sense of, you know, infinite space. Mm. You know, it doesn't feel like it's going to end. And of course, there's the cool kind of spaceships and buildings, mm-hmm. and some of the costumes are really cool. Yeah. I wish that the main you know, some more of the characters that were the main ones had been differentiated more, but nonetheless, the designs are really cool. Yeah. Um, and there's some nice little touches like um, Jeff Bridges, the light in his sleeves yeah. and stuff like that. I really loved taking the concept of the light, even the colours, even if you'd kept the colours the same, mm. and then, you know, um, kind of personalising them for mm. characters. I thought that was a really cool idea that they didn't take far enough. But anyway, this is a positive. Um, yes, I think <laughs> the design was really cool. And, it, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, it's it's very it's very kind of visually notable. Mm. Again, it's kind of you know a signature of the film. It's yeah. how it looks and how it sounds, and both are really kind of cool mm. and well well fitted to yeah. to the genre and to the to the vibe of the story. Mm. Um, and so yeah, I think although the dark did make me a bit sleepy. Really? Um, I do think it was really cool, though. I think it was the plot that made me sleepy, to be clear. But the visuals, I think, are really cool. Mm. And especially, of course, you know, it's a long long time between the two films, but looking at that first one and compared to this, this is like light years ahead. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, The differences with the graphics and stuff. But it's really cool. Yeah. And it's, it's the kind of thing that you think, even now, it's 10 years old, I didn't realise that. It stood up Still really well. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's partially because it's it's not trying to be real life. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't kind of age in the same way. But um, yes, visually very cool, very impressive um, and very original looking. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah I like I say that was that was my last point as well. I think I think it's a, a real, uh, an iconic looking film. Um, yeah, it, it really, and part, I think part of that is that yeah that is the kind of the monochromatic, kind of sameness of a lot of it. Yeah, kind of adds in that kind of yeah it's, it ends up being kind of a little bit of like an experimental film. Yeah, of like where everything's black and it's just got these beams of light going everywhere, mm. and you think that's really weird that's kind of counter in that like well that's not a kind of crowd pleasing look they say oh I don't care this is my vision and that's what it's going to be 
Um, and it takes, yeah, the light cycles from the first film mm. that are just these kind of... Yeah. Turns them into these incredibly fluid things with the incredible, like, trails that they leave. Yes, and yeah. When they get into them, where it kind of forms the bike around them. It yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the kind of the grid that they race on has, like, different levels and stuff. It really has that video gamey kind of yeah. uh, vibe to it. Um, yeah, I think the costumes are a little, yeah a little bit um, samey, but yeah, Jeff Bridges looks really cool. I like Clue. Um, I think it's a really impressive, even though it's it's not perfect, but it's a really impressive thing to make him as young Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Um, and again, something that fucking the Irishman didn't learn from of like because that looks like Tron. Jeff Bridges or like the Fisher King Jeff Bridges it doesn't just look like old Jeff Bridges but with the smoother face yeah do you know what I mean it's like it, 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 yeah you you remember that Jeff Bridges from the first Tron yeah. so like that makes sense and the fact that he kind of looks a bit weird yes can be explained within the universe of like he's this kind of weird facsimile copy of yeah. Kevin Flynn so okay yeah that's the bit at the beginning where it's actually Kevin Flynn doesn't work in that way but um, it doesn't really bother me in the way that I think it bothers a lot of other people um, yeah I just think it, it looks it looks incredible yeah um, it's um, yeah it is a, a fantastic looking film and um, yeah I think iconic is the right is the right word there's yeah. lots there's other films that don't necessarily have the same you know the the totality of it, but have elements of it. If it's if anything's like dark with you know bits of light on it, mm. you think in your head, oh, it's kind of Tron like. Yeah, yeah. People with glowing stripes on them and stuff. Oh, it's kind of Tron-y. Um And I think that's that's yeah, testament to. I mean, I think it it says a lot about the film that the director um, Joseph Kaczynski mm-hmm. um, is a former uh, visual effects. Yes, guy. I like that's that. clearly what he yeah. cares about, and that's what He's worked, obviously very good worked at. very well. Yeah. Um, just needed someone else to come in and say, "Yeah, but let's let's weave a little bit more of an interesting let's have a story tale in there." Yeah, yeah. even like the, like Jeff Bridges's house on the hill. Mm. And there's like the kind of weird little force field thing that you walk out of and it's all white and the, the, the fireplace is like a digital weird yeah. fireplace and stuff just lots of little little nuggets of interesting stuff it's a gorgeous oh, looking thing yeah and we didn't even mention Michael Sheen god we didn't giving do you it, want to giving it 10 giving it 10 I mean at least he was having fun he was having a lot of fun with it yeah which I kind of think you, can, you know, with this kind of thing, film, you, you go can be it. crazy. Yeah. Why He's not? like, I'm only going to be in it for a short time. Yeah. You, I don't need to tell a big story with my character. No. I'm going to make my mark. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. And he did. He did. Yeah. Well done, Mike. Um, so what did you give it overall? I gave it a two out of five. What were your points? Uh, my points were positive, cool music, negative, very dark, and everyone is dressed the same. Negative, too high concept and lack of plot. Negative, one-dimensional characters. And positive, cool look. Cool looking, baby. Uh, I went with positive soundtrack, positive bridges, positive design, positive ending, negative story. That story a little bit lackluster, baby. 
So I'm glad it was two out of five for you. I was worried it was going to be a one. No. Um, with the, the venom that you were... Um, the vociferous nature of your uh, comments. Um, but I'm I glad think you it was took two. them a little personally. <laughs> I, uh, but I, it was a good two out of five. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But, that's positive. Um, there were some fundamental issues for me. Yeah, yeah, the story is... Yeah. I think had we not rewatched it, I probably would have given it a five. Yes. Because um, my memories of it were so glowing. Um, but yeah, the story's just a bit... It's just a shame. Yeah. Just a shame. And I'm sure that there's a better way that they could have done it. 100%. A good good writer would have done yeah. um, wonders with a film like that. I mean, it says a lot, I think, that on Rotten Tomatoes, at least, it's credited as being written by Edward Kitsis, Adam Horowitz, Stephen Lisberger, Bonnie McBird and Joseph Kaczynski. It's like, that's too many people. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's have a bit more of a singular kind of... Vision. Vision. And then the, yeah, I'm sure the director's going to noodle around with it, but like let's let's yeah. work out what our story is. Yeah. Why What's are we watching core? this? Yeah. So that was our spoiler-filled review of Tron Legacy. Wildly differing viewpoints, but that is the joy of flicks, the joy of opinion. It's true. Because we're both right. That's true. We're both right, but through it all, Tiffany B. Mm. If I had one more question for you, it would be simply this. And nothing more. What did we learn from our spoiler-filled review of Tron colon Legacy? Um, I think we learned that Daft Punk have a career as uh, lullaby writers. <laughs> you know, for children around the world. Yeah, yeah. That they've they've missed their calling. Yeah, and. Or the maybe maybe you just need to play their music to children when you need them to sleep. Maybe. Or adults. Yeah. Because I got tired. But then, you know, a parent would buy the you know, the C D for their kids and they'd say and then they'd take it back and they'd go to the complaints department of I don't know, what's the C D shop these days? <laughs> Virgin, Zavi, um, HMV. Excuse me. I, this this hasn't worked. What do you mean? I played these lullabies, I played these daft punk lullabies for my child and they, they're not falling asleep at all. And the HMV person would say, are they kind of Star Wars aficionado types? <laughs> well, yes, they are. Yeah, see, they would actually find it thrilling. Mm. They would actually, yeah. It's a, it's It's a difficult, you know, a lot of people think that they're very soothing. Some people... They just they get all jacked up and they're really psyched about all no. the crazy synth music. No, no one's getting jacked up on that. Cheers! Cheers.